Is this Comedy Central's roast of Chuck McGill? No, it's the Watchers on the Couch. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Watchers on the Couch. I'm Mike Daffron. Uh, should I go by Bacon or should I go by Jimmy Lopez? I think you should go by Jimmy Lopez. Okay. And this is Watchers on the Couch, like I just said, but uh, we are going to do Better Call Saul. Season foul. Season foul. So we haven't done season one, two, or three, but we thought we'd jump in and give some more content for Watchers on the Couch because we're trying to break out into more shows besides... Uh, Game of Thrones. See, I almost forgot the name of it. It's been so long <laughs> since it's been on. American Gods. American Gods and uh, Westworld. Because that's going to take forever for a new season. So, And Chris and Debbie are doing currently uh, Castle Rock. Mm-hmm. And so we thought we'd do Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. All right, Jimmy. Let's get into it. I got chills. You got chills? Yes. <laughs> Let me ask you this. As soon as it started... And that in and that that whole black and white scene, which I thought went a lot longer than most of them, mm-hmm. were you kind of freaking out during it? No. See, I was. <laughs> as weird as as weird as that seems, but like as soon as he goes to the hospital, yeah. In my head, I was like, okay, this is this is kind of the beginning of how he gets caught, like. And I know I shouldn't think that way because the way that other shows do it, well, the way that they've done it in the other shows, mm-hmm. you know, you you see this you see this floating pink bear, and you're like, oh no, but it's something completely different. But each one of these have been, I don't know, the way that they do it, just it's, it's the right way to do multiple timelines in a show. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. We don't need fifty of them in one show. <laughs> That's <laughs> let's, right. Let's do an old man that. That is, boy, is he balding at that point. <laughs> but yeah, the whole, I guess, modern timeline where the gene he, timeline yeah, where he's managing the Cinnabon mm-hmm. was uh, Gene Takovic. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know. I, Random name. He's got he had to have gotten it from somewhere. I mean, it's a valid social security number. Yeah. So he it had to come from somewhere. I mean, I guess I guess it came from the the guy that that did the uh, vacuums. Mm-hmm. And that that timeline is after Breaking Bad, right? I would ass, I would assume so. That's, okay. That's so I didn't I, know if that was in concrete. Like if he if that was only after kind of that's before he became Saul. I wouldn't think so. Yeah, I, I've always, I've always thought, or I've always looked at the black. Which, now that you bring that up, I've never really thought about that. Why would it be in black and white, and not color? But I guess when you're looking at the other show, yeah. it was those were always like future things. So I mean, that's why I've always in my head said that during those opening title sequences when they're doing that black and white footage. Mm-hmm. That it's post 
Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's what I always thought. And it's been so long, like, I'm actually... I need to rewatch basically season one through three again because it's been a long time and I planned on rewatching all the seasons and I just forgot about it like earlier this year because mm-hmm. it came out last spring of 2017, right? Mm-hmm. Season three. And so I was like, well, earlier this year, I'm like, oh, when's it coming out? When's season four coming out? And then I just got tired of it and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll, uh, you know, I'll get to it. And it's coming out later this year. And just forgot about it. So I'll catch up here soon. That way I'm not talking like an idiot, not remembering I've, any of the other seasons I've and trying watched, to do a podcast. Yeah, I've been, I've binged, uh, I patiently was waiting for season three to come out on Netflix. And once season three hit, I literally watched all of them through again. Yeah. And I'm glad that I did. Uh, the way that last season ended. There was that que- I there was that question mark of whether or not he was actually going to survive or not for me. Mm-hmm. I thought that somehow after kicking the lantern over he would oh my god what am I doing? And then have to freak out and basically call Jimmy and be like, "Oh, I accidentally kicked the lantern over," you know, <laughs> trying to hide his neuroses, but not the case. No, nope. we had a Chuck roast. <laughs> I stole that joke from another podcast. Did you? Yeah, from oh. the guys at Bald Move. That's uh, a good podcast. They do. They kind of do uh, like the Watchers does. They do different TV shows and stuff. They're very good to listen to. Check them out if you want. Speaking of uh, uh, this, this first scene you're saying like this is my where he gets caught. Mm-hmm. So. The receptionist, the dumb fucking receptionist. <laughs> oh, I'm such a dummy. <laughs> I use I use O's instead of zero. Which is which is why, I, as crazy as that sounds, I'm like, no. See, this is a setup. Yeah, they were they were trying to keep him there as long as possible. How stupid do you have to be? Like, because you you're entering. She, he was she was entering Social Security, right? Mm-hmm. Is she brand new at this job? Is she brand new at like? numbers period i a computer the o and the zero they don't look i mean i guess they're they not do. anywhere near each other on the well i mean unless okay unless I, you're typing at the top yeah if you're not using the numeric pad on the side right and if you're a professional receptionist you know how to use that numeric pad it's so much easier it is <laughs> uh being a registered jockey it's so <laughs> much easier to use that numeric pad but we see in the cab that's a possibility that that cabbie recognized him because mm-hmm. he has the isotopes the albuquerque isotopes hanging in his uh in the, by his mirror and that's like a baseball team in albuquerque we actually see mike watching a albuquerque isotopes game i believe see i did not pick up on any of that <laughs> this is why i wanted to do this right. with you because i did not pick up on any of that whatsoever so that guy's most likely from albuquerque and i wonder if maybe at some point in time who knows maybe maybe we'll see it this season you know that guy again like maybe giving him a cab ride somewhere or interacting with him somehow maybe he's trying to take him out or he doesn't to be honest he doesn't really have to he doesn't even he didn't even have to interact with him at Mm -mm. any point in time Mm because his face is probably going to be plastered everywhere 
if if which let's just say it now it's after breaking bad it's that's uh, how i feel about it I, it'd be weird if it wasn't so after breaking bad yeah i mean he's gonna be a one man he's you know so it won't it'd probably be plastered everywhere in albuquerque that'd be a huge deal I would think so. Man, I wish I would have noticed that though. I really do. Mm-hmm. Like that would have would have completely changed that whole thing because I was screaming at the TV whenever he's walking out of the hospital and he's leaving his license there. Yeah, I was like, <clears throat> that was my thought. I was like, okay, this is where they're gonna be like, okay, here's he, he, this guy left his ID here, so we gotta mail it back to him. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it goes through a database and it comes back as it's, you know, you see the actual photo of Tard Tarkington or whatever his name is. <laughs> and it's like, wait, that is not, that's not him, you know? And that's where I was, that's where, that's where my mind went. The cab ride, I was thinking he, in my head, I was like, this is a federal agent. It, but I've also never been in cabs. I mean, I have, but I was drunk. <laughs> and don't and don't really remember. They're all federal agents now. <laughs> just uh, just drop me off right here in the cabbies. Probably didn't say anything, but in my head, I had a conversation with him. So fine. so you did the same thing as Saul did, or as Jimmy did. Yeah, Jimmy did what Jimmy did. Jimmy did what Jimmy did. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. But oh, he says, and one thing that was weird, he said, "Take me to Cottonwood Mall." So that's where he works. Like, so he is planning on just going back. Oh, gonna go back and clean up or his vehicle's there. Oh, okay, that's true. Yeah, all right, that makes sense then. Sorry about hitting the mic. Bang! My my nose itched. Oh, that's okay. But uh, that's that was my whole. Th- well, that and kind of like when he said, "Drop me off here," and it's not that it would be a normal thing, but he started backtracking. So it was kind of like covering his tracks. Like if you've been on, if you've been on the run for that long, you're constantly looking over your shoulder. You're Mm -hmm. constantly looking around. Your head is on a swivel at every point. We've seen it whenever last season, whenever the kid was caught stealing the, uh, the little CD or whatever from, from the music store. I always pictured it being Mm -hmm. a Sam Goody, but like, the whole time he's just looking at the cops and every part of him wants to go back to being Saul and he does, he breaks and, you know, tells the kid, even though he turns the kid in, he tells him, you know, don't, don't say anything without representation. You know, you get a lawyer, blah, 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 blah. And that's whenever the, the security guards like, thanks buddy. Yeah. But that's who he is. He can't, he can't stop being who he is. I mean, that's, it's a caged, it's, uh, that's a life. I mean, that's why he's got VHSs hidden of his old commercials that he did because yeah. he does he he hates that he had to give up that life. So I don't know. That's gonna be pretty boring. Just making cinnabons. When's he gonna break? Do you think we're gonna see him break and maybe try to go back to criminal lifestyle, or do you think he's just absolutely too terrified to even be caught? I think it seems like he's too terrified. I think he's too terrified. I really do. I think that it's just he's. Maybe he's going to burn himself alive of a Jimmy roast. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Or a uh, a Gene roast. <sighs> yeah. That, I, Does Takovic stand for anything in, <laughs> is it in a different language? Does it mean set on fire? <laughs> I don't know. Go to the Reddits and find out. I think I'll have to. Hey, before we get too far, I just want to show you something real quick. Mm-hmm. It was about uh, the season finale. 
last season I took a picture. Mm-hmm. Since I'm an electrician, and hmm, that's Chuck using Be- his baseball bat to yeah. knock the meter off. Right. You see those wires? They're cut. Yeah, like, there's no way you would ever be able to knock a meter off. Like, the no. wires are lugged down so tight. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, they just cut them so he could, you know, bash it off real easy. That's all. This is- no, and I'm actually kind of glad that you brought this fo- <laughs> that you brought this photo up because there's so many things that as I'm looking, like, looking back. Right. And actually, Jimmy makes a point, um, if we skip ahead a little bit, whenever... Uh, Whenever he gets the phone call, basically to go over to the house, he says, "He says, you know, did you look in the backyard? There was all the appliances, everything mm-hmm. was was out back. There's no way that the fire department would do that." Um. Yes, there. Yes, you can do little things like disconnecting breakers and stuff, but at that point there's still main power coming into the house. So even if you disconnect those and they're just like loose in the box, Mm -hmm. like that's a, that how, how did the house not catch on fire already at this point when he's pulling wires out of the wall and they're not disconnected? Obviously that's a minor little thing that no, generally speaking, you turn the breakers off, then your meter's not going to spin. And then let's say for some reason it still does pull the meter. Well, And that's what I was going to say. That's one of the things that he did. He went and he disconnected everything in the house yeah. and he kept going out back to look before he did that and was literally ripping a bat, like beating open bookcases and everything, trying to find a hidden switch or something that, that didn't get disconnected or something. And right. Well, here's the thing. It'd be super easy. All you do is you, you open up the meter panel and then you see if anything's coming on the uh, load side because... Basically, you have your line side coming in from Ameren. Ameren is what our service provider. <laughs> and then below the meter, that's going to go to your house, to your main breaker. You could have some other wires basically connected there on the same side that of the where the wires go to your... I, I got to cut this fucking shit out. That's <laughs> like, fine. This, that's fine. But anyway, it, it is possible to turn your breakers off and have something else that's connected to your meter going to something, but... That's where you'd find it, probably. So, but uh, yeah, electrician talk. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's always one of the things that's always that's always bothered me is that you can only get so far with just pulling wires before you start frying yourself. And I mean, he's a smart man. There's there's no there's no doubt about yeah, that. And that but... meter probably would have blew up. So <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing too. So yeah. <laughs> Mm, anyway, should we move on to something? Yeah, so keep this train rolling. Let's keep the train rolling. So we, so we move on from the. So we have that black and white. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my notes, I say I have Albuquerque is spelled really stupid. ABQ. Can you spell it? No, God, no. <laughs> no, I just know the, 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 uh, I guess that would be the, uh, airline code or whatever for it. ABQ. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, dude, it, Albuquerque, A-L-B-U-Q-U-E-R-Q-U-E. That'd be a good trivia question. 
Spell Albuquerque. Let's cut this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I I one thing like I hope uh I'm not a fan of like music being used for too long, especially like at the intros and outros of TV shows. A lot of TV shows start to do this now. Like I know Walking Dead was doing mm-hmm. it. I don't know if they're still doing it, but it's so long and drawn out and, and it feels Cage. like they yeah. Oh, I, and I didn't even get through with that. Uh, I, and I know a lot of people love it, especially someone like Chris, where he's like, Oh man, the best part is when you see how the music is actually syncing up to what's being I'm like like it takes me away from what's going on it, in the show. It just seems forced. Like it seems forced, like, oh, we're gonna put in some music because we're gonna put this on the Better Call Saul album. <laughs> I and we're all this is on the Walking Dead album, you know? It yeah, really which they seems did. like yeah. that's the purpose and it doesn't really match the show. It kind of takes away. But, I mean, that's just me. So, I did know on a little note. So, when I was watching this episode, I was like, there's something that seems just slightly different. And I have no idea how I noticed this. But I'm like, I'm wondering if somebody else is editing the show. Because it just seemed, there's something just slightly different. I watched it a second time. I didn't really think that. But the first watch I did. Uh, I did catch up on a few episodes before this. Okay. Uh, I I never, it never came. And off there that is way to me. a new editor, so I'm like, hmm, maybe I got lucky. Like just yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, all right, yeah. So opens with some flame, flaming ashes that I thought was a little silly. Yeah, going into the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. It seemed a little silly enough. Maybe that's where I thought. It was different because I don't think I've seen like an effect used like that. But I don't know if that's an editor's choice or or not. Um, Maybe that was the passing of the torch from one brother to another. Yeah, I'm dig- I'm digging no, way deep I, there, but I I just I I thought that was weird. I will admit that I thought that was weird. Well, yeah, and the ashes pass uh pass like all the boxes of uh oh, what what Mesa Verde mm-hmm. all those files and stuff so. Maybe that stuff's going up in flames and then passes to Jimmy and Kim and maybe their relationship, their lives are going up in flames too. And I, I don't know. There's, we won't know until the end. That's there. Cause there is, there's always little subtle things in there that are basically foreshadowing something else that's going to happen. But uh, yeah, I, I, I thought it was really, I thought it was really nice that Jimmy gets up and he goes in and he's just doing his own thing and, Make some coffee, but he he lets her sleep because Jesus Christ, that episode where she crashes the car, mm-hmm. I can't watch that episode anymore. Yeah, I I can't. It 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 freaks me out so much. Like, oh, just it's just that impact, and then all of a sudden she wakes up. Whoo! That's mm-hmm. that's how it felt like with me whenever I got in the accident. It just yeah. freaks me out, but. He's helping her and being a good boyfriend. I mean, have they ever really said if they're in a couple at this point? I don't think they've ever officially said anything like that. I've always wondered that because I've never really noticed it. And it always seems a little odd. Like, yeah, they kind of are, but then they're kind of friends and coworkers. But I think I think what it comes down still to see is a lot of affection, I guess, that you would think from a couple. Or, I think I think really what it comes down to to me is that they really only trust each other. And so 
especially especially with how HHM treated her and him. Mm-hmm. So they bonded over that, and maybe they do have kind of that silent, you know. I mean, because you see them hold hands, you see the way that they that they interact when they're at the bar, you know, trying to scam some guy out of some drinks or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they've never really said it. So I mean, like this to me was more like okay, you kind of see that they are in a some type of committed couple. You don't have to come out and be like, oh yeah, this is my girlfriend, but right, but. And yeah, it doesn't have to be explicitly said in the show. No. I mean, I'm assuming in these, yeah, they say the night together. I mean, yeah, I would say they are, you know, a couple. So. But I guess the phone rings and he sees that it says Hamlin. Well, just a quick note before that. He's circling classifieds and all happy. Yeah. Um, just a little uh, Easter egg that there was one for like a laser tag. Oh, place. no way. Yeah. So. No way. See, I that's that stuff that he was always trying to <laughs> <laughs> just buy the damn laser tag place. Yeah. Uh, funnel money through that. No. Uh, so, I, yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, uh, phone rings and he... I mean, that's how I would see if the phone rings and I see that name, I would think the same thing. Oh God, what is, what did he do now? Ignores it, goes and gets Kim. I guess she is up at this point and trying to put her little cast in a bag so she can take a shower. Mm-hmm. Phone rings again. And he's like, if it's important, let it go to voicemail. And that's when they hear him say it's about Jimmy. Cut to. About Chuck. Or Chuck, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cut to going to the house and that was the one thing that I thought was really crazy. Coroner's already leaving the scene before he even gets there. Oh yeah. So does that mean that, that Hamlin has like, I mean, I thought that Jimmy had like all the power of attorney and stuff like that. So like, would he need to identify the body or anything like that? Not that, there, uh, not that there's much to identify in a body that's been burned in a house, but... You know, I don't know. I doubt it. I don't know. But, I just Yeah, I don't know how that works. I just thought it was crazy that basically he was like, okay, yep, this is him. Let him go. And then Jimmy shows up and he's just like, kind of like, almost like pushes him away. Like, yeah. which that's that's good. You didn't want to see no. I mean, how much is left of him. That's the thing I thought was weird. I was like, uh, how much is left in there? Like... Depends on how much he wrapped himself in them space blankets. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's true. If I'm not mistaken, I think and I think he was completely wrapped in one while he was kicking the the lantern over. So mm-hmm. I mean, it could have. I don't even want to think about it. That's fucked up. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. But then, uh, then that's where Kim and Jimmy have the conversation on the bench about how everything was pulled out and he had basically relapsed and. I guess at this point we'll just say fade to first commercial break. Where do we pick up after that? Um, uh, with Mike, and he's no longer a parking guard. Has to give his <laughs> sweet windbreaker back. That I loved. <laughs> I absolutely loved. Come on, man. You know, of course he does. <laughs> he's so pissed. Like it's, it's such a petty thing. Like, dude, you got to give the windbreaker back. <sighs> How cheap, like, uh, yeah, it's so ridiculous, but whatever. I mean, I guess it could make some sense because they are like security, 
I don't remember what his jacket has on it. If it has any like, I think it had official... a logo. Yeah, I think it had like one logo of okay. like the city or whatever. But oh, then, yeah. Okay, but dude, even so, when I worked at movie gallery and they were closing them down, mm-hmm. they wouldn't let me keep my lanyard that had the name tag on it. Jeez. Like they were like, we need to have that back. I'm like, why? You guys are closing. Yeah. What What is this? But it's it's. I think that's just a power move. It's like, look, that you can't have that type of type of thing. Yeah. So. It is whatever, but I mean, you don't want your security badges, Jimmy, uh, get into the wrong hands. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know, I don't. I don't want to be able to. I don't want to be able to rent those uh, those uh, mature titles to children <laughs> when your fucking store is closed. <laughs> well, I mean, we see the security badges, the things that you get in trouble with. Oh, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, he uh, Mike's at home. He looks like he gets freaking just bored. Like it really seems like boredom. Uh, mostly boredom and then a little bit i'm not sure what he's going for here but and we, we can get into it but so he he looks at his mail and sees he's getting paid for madrigal mm-hmm. madrigal electromotive and his net pay was ten thousand one hundred and twenty dollars and fifty one cents yeah all right so then he calls he calls uh, and he asks for magical intermodal. At least that's what it sounds like, and that's what was in uh, the subtitles. Oh, okay. So I'm wondering where the difference is. If that was a mistake, because like on the on the letter mm-hmm. for his mail, it said magical electromotive, and then he calls and he asks for magical intermodal. But I don't know if that's maybe that's just maybe that's just the way that he speaks. I don't know. It's like the difference between wash and wash. But I guess there could be different departments or something like that. Uh, well, especially, know? I mean, <clears throat> that that is that's a that's a fucking that. I mean, not even that. That's a global fucking exactly. company. So, yeah. you know, I I think I think you're right though. I think what it what it really boils down to is that I think he's covering his own ass, mm-hmm. and so he sees that he's getting this check. Okay, so if anybody ever wants to question why he was there you know people have never seen you there bullshit he figured out a way to get into that building that's what i'm thinking so people would see him there and be like yeah he must have been a security consultant because yep. boy he ripped that guy a new one yeah he's not just getting paid for nothing like if shit goes down like no i'm just a security consultant and yeah this is my pay because he yeah people would see him question like that yeah he has mm-hmm. basically an alibi yeah so also uh, also, and to protect himself as well, you know, that's what I was getting ready to say, because he doesn't want, you know, security issues, mm-hmm. you know, so he gets caught mm-hmm. protecting himself in both ways. Yep. It, it, it always comes back to that. He's a cop first and no matter what, he's going to protect his, he's going to protect his interests, his, whatever it is, he's going to cover his ass on every single side that he can. Yeah. So that's what i that's what i thought anyway was that really what it came down to was okay like i said i want to put myself in the space i want to make sure that people know that i'm there how he did it was a little sketchy but it like that was ingenious and when i saw when i saw a teacher come out that was bald with glasses on i was like this guy kind of looks a little like walter white in a weird way like in a weird way yeah um, I liked the whole like putting the like 
focusing putting the coffee cup in the little uh, cup holder like mm. Jimmy used to all the time. Yeah. I just thought that that was like tiny little callbacks to little things back then. But uh, I wasn't sure what the scene was. I thought at first maybe it was a young Mike. And I'm like, is this a young Mike? And then when he's in the car, I'm like, this does not seem like Mike <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, if so, like that would be, I mean, not really. It kind of does seem like it because he's a handyman. He can fix anything. I mean, he's right. a, he's a fixer. Yeah. So. No, that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, this is young Mike with his son. You know, who got oh, killed. Oh, man, yeah. So, But then you come to find out, no, he was just genius, stealing that guy's badge yeah. to get into the building. And then when I saw him in the building, I was like, okay, what is he doing? And in my head, I thought he was snooping around to figure out, you know, what this company truly is. Mm-hmm. Because... He was so, so anti, like, just giving up all of his information to this company. Like, why? We need a better backstory than just because. He, mm-hmm. like I said, covering his ass on all ends. Yep. So, that's just genius. Also, who would you pick? Bruce Lee or Muhammad Ali? I was just going to ask you that. <laughs> who would you pick? <laughs> I think I'd probably have to go with Mike and go Ali. I don't. That whole sweep the leg argument was the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. <laughs> I, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. I, I, I said the same thing. Does he have a gun? I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I thought that that was really cool. And then, hey, 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 will you sign Linda's card? He did that guy a favor. <laughs> yep. Right. That's awesome. I. I, I that that little bit right there, I was just like that, and that's another thing where I was like, "Oh no, he's just putting his." Because normally, if you're sneaking around the place, you don't want anybody to know you're there. Right. That's when it really nailed it down to me that I'm like, "No, he's making it known, so that if his name or his picture ever does come up, well, no, he was legally he was legally working there as a security mm-hmm. consultant." And then, <laughs> then when he sees the golf carts and he's just yeah. he's just booking around. I was looking for barrels. I was trying to see if I could actually find the <laughs> barrels. I was like, "Oh, come on, come on!" Because you see the fork, you see the forklift that they pick the barrels up with, or I mean, as close to as what you can get. But I was like, I was like, "That's a cool little tie-in right there." Because Jesse ends up going down the little aisles with that mm-hmm. and grabbing the barrels and shit. But I didn't see any barrels. But it was cool whenever he stopped and he's like, "Hey, Jose, what are you doing?" And he's all coming down the aisle and he's like, "Oh, we're just putting orders together, sir." Where's your back belt? First off, back belts don't do shit, except for it's supposed to help you put that in your mind, proper lifting techniques. They don't fucking support your back whatsoever, but different time also. So you got to think about that. This isn't like current time. It's, it's set a little farther back. Not, not like 50 years or anything, but in, uh, in breaking bad, you see people wearing back belts. You know, when, with like Lydia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it because it, you because you always see people with the flip phones, and that's that's really the thing that puts it in that time frame where you're like, oh, this is this is, it's kind of present time, but just a little off. Mm-hmm. But uh, then whenever then whenever he goes to that boss and he just starts reaming him, and he's like, I got in here with a fake ID. I got in here this and this this. I didn't expect. I did not expect that manager to put his dick on the table and be like, and who the fuck are you? 
And he, that's when he was like, Lydia, whatever her fucking whole name is, look that shit up. Yeah. That's who the fuck I am. Lydia Rodart Quayle. Like, how the fuck does he know that? Because he looks into everything that he does. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I love oh, you forgot you forgot one thing. You forgot about cold office nips. Mm. Cold office nips. Yeah, there was a girl like when he when Mike was talking to that manager guy. Yeah. It cuts to like a girl creeping around the side of a cubicle <laughs> basically basically being like oh shit somebody's getting their ass chewed out right she's probably she got yeah, a pic- oh my god he, my boss he does he does have that a picture asshole. he does have a picture of it up on the screen we'll we'll do a companion video so that you can see the cold hard nips i can't put it on the screen but i can show you <laughs> you did not actually do it oh my god you actually <laughs> shall i shall i zoom in oh yeah i have to zoom in for you and I'll put these on the Watchers on the Couch Facebook page, everybody. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, man. It's Watchers on the Couch. That's what I do. <laughs> and there's not a lot of boobs. <laughs> no, there's, no, there's not going to be any boobs in there's this There's pretty one. much none. Yeah. It's AMC. No. So, yeah. So, I will I will say this. Out of out of how they broke this. I also, t- sorry, I also took a picture of uh, when uh, Saul is going, going through the classified. So, I'll put that up, too. Um, I will say like the way that they broke this episode down so far. So we went from, we went from Jimmy essentially. Now we're going to Mike's little bit. I loved Mike's bit. His little section of this episode. I absolutely loved it Mm -hmm. because like I said before it, that is who he is. I mean, he is really establishing essentially the trust that once everybody high up, like I guarantee you, Lydia, she's going to see this stuff and be like, hey, you know, once it gets back to her that he's covering not just his ass, but everybody's ass on all sides. That's where, you know, Gus is going to like going to be like, OK, he's my man because yeah. he's already helped me in certain ways. And, you know, this is I'm telling you, I I really liked the whole Mike part of this episode. There's one thing generally I want to talk about is like the pacing of the show, uh, the amount of time it takes because there's definitely people who like that the amount of time it took for mike that they showed just mm-hmm. kind of being around uh, the warehouse people probably there i guarantee there's people that like don't like that yeah i i really that's one thing i love about the show is like i don't think it's slow like other mm-hmm. shows i'd be like okay fucking move on but this show man i enjoy I don't know if it's the pacing. I don't know if I'd say it's the pacing, but I like think, the time they take for mm-hmm. certain shots mm-hmm. is beautiful. It, it probably has to do with how they actually film it. The actual angles, the shots, I think has a big deal to do with it. The atmosphere itself is just unique. So, yeah. uh, The quietness sometimes of certain scenes. Uh, just let me get into the scene. Let me actually see... The whole room. Yeah, while while Mike's walking through, you hear little things like a copier being used. You know, you mm-hmm. hear little things like the phone. Like you said, it's not like they're swelling in with this power ballot from something. And, exactly. And it and it, it really keeps you immersed in that actual like, okay, 
I would say a majority of people can be like, yeah, I know what it's like to work in an office. This is kind of what it's like. That little thing of, hey, did you sign, you know, Kathy's card or whatever yeah. her name was. That's a little thing that, you know, people who have worked in offices, they can definitely relate to that. So I think that's another thing is that yeah. it just it keeps it somewhat relatable. Um, Not so much at all like other shows where you have to, you know completely take yourself out of reality and put yourself into that fantasy world. And that's, and that's fine because you need that sometimes, but that's what really keeps this show. What it is, is that it's grounded in reality. Yeah. Of course there's, you know, fantastic things that are happening, obviously, because you know, nobody was really fucking making blue meth until fucking breaking bad came around. And then, then, <laughs> then everyone was just like, Oh my God, rock candy looks like blue meth. <laughs> but, uh, 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 so like, I doubt you've watched it. Oh, you can watch. Uh, since you have HBO now, mm -hmm. uh, there's a show called Sharp Objects. Mm -hmm. I gave it like the first episode. Uh, I'm there's no way I could ever watch it again because it does a certain thing with the camera. It's basically like shot like the office is this purposeful shaky cam, like constant fucking shaky cam, and I'm like. Why the fuck would you do this constant shaky cam? It's not good. It's fucking horrible. Like, I exactly thought that. I'm like, uh, is this the office? Am I watching Parks and Rec? What the fuck? It, how is this artistic or purposeful? It doesn't match. And it's not, oh, only in certain scenes. It's almost in every fucking scene. Well, that has to do with the director their their oh, idea their take or or even even if the director and the writer or whatever came up with some type of agreement like yeah we should like i kind of uh, maybe he did maybe they were like oh i envision it kind of like the office where it's very you know in your face and raw and when i say raw i mean like you said the shaky cam because i remember as tv started getting see but i don't see that as raw i see like what break or what uh better call saul does is way more raw in my opinion just because of how much they let the let things sit and stay, and uh, with one shot, maybe you know, they'll well, lay that shot for two minutes. Well, the one shot, maybe that's also the difference between you know, like a, a stationary, yeah, a stationary camera that's set up for one. Well, okay, case in point, the very next, the very next scene after we come back from commercial break, boom, okay, Hector has now been taken away in an ambulance, mm -hmm. okay. Most of that was pretty much two shots. It was two guys basically standing on their mark. And it was the conversation that went in between just going back and forth. Maybe a third shot from the overhead, but that would be it. Right. It doesn't need much more than that. It's 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 the perspective of a camera behind me looking at you and a camera behind you looking at me. That's all that that needed because it was in a fucking, what was that, like a abandoned warehouse type thing? I mean... Mm -hmm. That's yep. that's all it needed. It's simple. It's at night, so it's very dimly lit. It's exactly where you would think that bad people would do business, basically. It's, it's little things like that. Yeah. But I just hate the I hate shaky cam so much. I fucking can't stand it. it. Gets me so pissed seeing it. Unless it's done for a reason, like so. If it does happen in Better Call Saul. It's only going to be for a reason, like probably to, to, to pull an emotion. 
not doing it the whole fucking show because our show sucks ass. Like whenever and he, we're trying to make it when he seem would, like more is happening. When he would like pull off the 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 rebreathers and stuff, and it's all up in their face. Like it was it was supposed to be hectic and crazy because they were crammed in the RV. That like right. you said, that kind of thing makes sense, but. Don't need to. There's a lot of room to breathe in this. And I, I, I agree mm. with you. I like that. I like that. But so anyway, like I said. Yeah, anyway, we don't. Salamanca, he is carted off. And I guess Gus was the one that got the phone call. He made a phone call. Okay. Yeah. He, he uh, I think he called uh, Don Juan. Is that right? Don Juan Delanooch. Delanooch. And uh, Nacho. It's Nacho, right? Okay. He's trying to get rid of his dick pills. (laughs) (laughs) Follow that one. Uh, So he's almost, almost got him in the drain. I know, right? He's been for almost like a, almost a season alone, it seems like. He's been working on that cupping of holding the pills and throwing it into the jacket and now trying to dispose of those pills. See, and if I was him, I mean, I would have just threw it real quick, way far away. But no done with it. Yeah, but... Gus is on the phone, you know? Yeah, you but... Just, yeah, but... Whoosh. Yeah, but Gus is always... What's that, what's that guy that doesn't ever fucking speak? The one that was watching him on the bridge later on. I don't, I don't know. I forgot his name, too. Uh, we're going to edit his name in right here. Yeah, that guy. So he... Uh, I, I fucking forgot. Burrito. His, yeah. Burrito. That's his name. We're not racist at all. Uh, my last name's Lopez. Hey, and, this guy's named Nacho. So, <laughs> but, uh, no, he, uh, he's always there. Not to mention, he also had his own bodyguard there too. Yeah. Uh, Gus did. So I guarantee you, Gus, if, if something, if Gus would have turned his back, he probably had two other guys that were like, what did he just do? Is that guy that was watching Nacho? He is Gus's guy? Do we know that? Oh, I guess he could have been Don's guy, too. Or, no, he's Hector's guy, isn't he? I I don't know all I'm asking. I'm assuming he's probably Gus's guy, just because of where things go with Nacho and Breaking Bad. You know, I I could see Gus using that against him. Like, hey, you're working for me now, motherfucker. It is is kind of cool. And Gus says, you know, hey, someone's going to move against the Salamancas. You know, it's going to bring war. Oh, yeah. Who's going to bring it, Gus? Gus is going to move in. He's yeah. telling him, you know. Yeah. He's going to move. That's how I Well, except it. except for Don was like, hey, by the way, guess what? The Salamancas keep their territory for now. And you're going to now you're on point. So he's basically saying and he told him, you know, this is your opportunity to step up and show yourself. And of course, they have to say it in all kinds of foreign languages. So you have to get all upset reading. I know. Uh, subtitles. I know. You have to read in an episode. Uh. I know it. It upsets you so much. <laughs> but uh, no, I. It's 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 kind of weird to think that during Breaking Bad, you it was always like, okay, well, how did he end up in a wheelchair? Is this the reason that he ended up in a wheelchair? Do we say that this stroke is what ended it? Or do you think he bounces back from the stroke and something else causes him to really, I guess, stroke out even more and basically turn himself into a mute? <laughs> Stroking out. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. He's going to ring his bell. <laughs> God damn it. 
No, but what do you do? You think that? I think this is definitely the reason. The reason? That, yeah, I think he's definitely. You don't think he the, comes back from this one at all? No way. So do you think we start seeing Tuco start showing up then? Because they've they've kind of hinted that this is you know this is the season where we're going to start seeing some big crossover stuff. So if Salamanca is done, then would Tuco then start coming in and taking out? Because they've already brought Tuco yeah, up two or three times. Because Tuco is not going to be in jail for that long, right? No, because they, they've they've already brought it up once where he said, uh, uh, "Damn it's it, Tuco's my guy. my nephew my nephew oh. is in jail again. Why can't that you know why can't he stay out of jail?" Blah 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 blah. So he's already said couple like they've already brought his name up a couple times you know and they probably wouldn't have even mentioned it this episode if tico isn't going to be showing up again you know because he's like hey who's this guy oh this is tico's guy he's he's okay yeah yeah you know i didn't even think about that yeah tico will probably be back so i mean that makes perfect sense I, we'll see i mean who knows we've got what six more episodes seven more episodes to go how many episodes is this season? It's not ten. I think it's only eight. Or I mean, I thought they were typically only eight, but no. Sure. Nope. Okay. I'm not good at math. I don't. I don't claim to be. Well, whatever. But it's eight or ten. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely not thirteen. No, they don't overdo it. They definitely don't overdo it. <clears throat> it's definitely not overdone like some fucking uh, Netflix shows. Yeah, like uh, some of those Marvel ones, like uh, Luke Cage, uh, and they could probably be like five episodes. And ten. Ten, ten. confirmed. Right. Ten. There you go. Sweet. Come into the show knowing things before you start talking about them. Got it. I got to do this for nine more weeks with you? <laughs> yeah, nine oh, more weeks. Shit. <laughs> uh. So that is pretty much the end of that conversation. Cuts to him driving to the bridge, and he's standing there over the bridge, and he's got the pills in his hand. He throws the pills, and then he throws the bottle into the river, and I guess that's symbolically his way of saying, okay, I'm washing my hands of this. That's how I looked at it. Okay, I'm done. Camera pulls back, not in a shaky way whatsoever, (laughs) but the camera pulls back, and we see Gus's guy tracking him. There it is. On the shittiest trackers I've ever seen. <laughs> like, they don't make any sense. They really don't. It doesn't. No, because does so so the center dot on that mm-hmm. is that your location and the dot gets further and further away. Yeah. Okay. So what road are they on? What you don't know. You don't know. You just have to get which But what time is this? Like how long ago is this? This is quite a while ago, right? Isn't this supposed to be around like two thousand three or something like that? Yeah, I get well, when did when I'm not even gonna bring that up, but when did Breaking Bad like when did that start? Yeah. I don't even know, actually. Cut that out because we don't know shit about 2006? it. Two thousand six? I don't know. I mean but even but even in no, but even in Breaking Bad, they were still using the exact same tracker. <coughs> right? Because he sees the tracker. Uh, yeah, I think. Did they? Yeah, they did. I... You tell me. I thought I thought they did. I mean, we already know that Mike has found the tracker once in his car. Yeah. Okay? Because he, he took the station wagon 
to the to the junkyard and then he was like i need you to call me a cab and they're like what about your car he's like keep it (laughs) um i i could have swore that uh that he found one in his car when walter found one in his car yeah i think so but it's been a long time since i watched it so edit this out (laughs) (laughs) no and i don't even care i don't even care really that the trackers are kind of shit and kind of don't make sense because well because like it seems weird as far as i'm not making sense reason don't make sense is because like it has that distance and Mm -hmm. we saw mike's time out I think was it uh, last season? Yeah, was Mike the, was Mike was sit, he cracked open a PBR, trusty PBR right there. That's my that's why Mike's my man. And the signal disappeared, so you have to be really really close to track somebody. I think he also I think he also killed it on purpose and put it back in his car so that they would come and put a new tracker in. I know, but when he is following, oh yeah yeah, yeah somebody yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he yeah. loses the signal. So, like, it's not like, oh, like, nowadays, dude, you can buy GPS trackers, like, from Amazon. You can put it on anybody's freaking car. Nowadays, I can literally just be like, hey, uh, hey, Siri. And it's like, yeah, it's like, which, what's the tracking app that I need to uh, to look up Mike's phone? If you had an iPhone and it would be like, are you on his account? It's like, yeah, here's his phone number. And they're like, oh, you are on his account. Okay, track it anywhere. And you can literally track anybody's phone at any time. Yep. So, but I mean that has that has GPS that has you know but and Mike paid so like have to be really close to somebody. Mike paid like and of course I'm I'm exaggerating here, but he paid like seven grand to get one of those because it was after hours, it was an it was a odd request, and that vet had to go find it. So he's like, so of course I want to double my oh, yeah. pay, and he's like, okay, and he just handed him over like like I I, I think it was like a lot. It was a lot of fucking money. So like maybe it was all ones. I mean, <laughs> maybe it just came from like the strip club. Well, it, it, it came from, it came from the baseball card, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, dude, like for real. First off, how much how much does that actually cost? Because in my in my head, it was always like, can't you just get that shit from a fucking Radio Shack? <laughs> okay. What's that? What's a Radio Shack? Yeah, yeah, showing our age here. But and then the other thing is, is I, I mean. Is this supposed to be military type? Like, because doesn't that look like almost like a satellite tracker? Like almost like a satellite phone? It looks like a satellite tracker thing, but it's definitely not. No. So. I don't know. Maybe we're harping on this too much, but. Yeah. Like I said, it's not a big deal, but I like just talking about it because it's silly, you know? It is. I think I think that's the one thing that takes me out of the show the most is that damn tracker. It's- it really is. I because everything else I can believe. Yeah. See, if if Mike never lost the signal when he was tracking the other guys, I think it would kind of work. Because I would assume it's GPS. At some no, point, even still, because it's just a round little dot. Like, <laughs> and yeah, you just got to get close to that dot. <laughs> what is this Atari tracking? <laughs> oh, anyway, Boop. vector graphics. <laughs> Uh, so where are we even at? So we're at, uh, Gus's guy has found him has, is basically, we know now that he's being tracked. So that I believe takes us to the last commercial break actually of this episode. I believe so. Uh, there's, there's a couple things I didn't talk about it, but it really doesn't matter. Uh, with Howard, uh, calling Jimmy about the obituary. Oh, yeah. It goes on and on and on. 
Uh, there's also the funeral. Or is that the the very no? That's not the very last. scene. That's the very last scene at the very end. Is the, the funeral? The last? Yeah, we'll oh, get okay. to that. So we can cut that, edit that out if you want. Oh yeah, it is in the last. But uh, I don't know if there's really much to say about that, except that you know I don't even know much about what Jimmy is thinking in this whole episode. That's that's kind of the crazy thing is think about this. Okay, so and that's where we can come into the final scene. We're what? finally at okay. We're finally at the final scene, right? Let's just, let's just say mm-hmm. that. It, it comes back and he's in church and you see other people and uh, you see his ex-wife who's just completely just devastated. Jimmy's not consoling her one one bit. She probably doesn't even want him to because of what he pulled last season in the in the courtroom or the the deposition. So like she probably wants absolutely nothing to do with him. He's already said it. He knows at this point she's gonna hate him forever because of what he did to him, basically mm-hmm. discrediting him and making him look like a fool on the record basically. So Hamlin comes up to console her and then you just see stone faced Jimmy. Just I think at this point he may have said about fifteen words. Yeah. He, he has yeah. not spoken like at all in this episode. He's pretty much said let it go to voicemail. If it's important to leave a message. So maybe that's fifteen words right there. Ever since he came back, when him and Kim, uh, and Kim did was the, trying to did the tequila do shots, shots? Yeah. he didn't say anything. I don't think he said anything till the very last scene. And 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 the only reason he said anything is when Hamlin was basically saying, "It's my fault. It's my fault that he killed himself." And he's like, "What do you mean?" That's when he said, "What do you mean?" And he goes into the whole which last season. I didn't see that coming, but all of a sudden, as that was going down, I was like, this is the most ingenious thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He is selling it so well. Like, you cannot trust a single fucking thing that he says. <laughs> yep. But why am I rooting for this asshole? How can I want to root for this guy when he's doing this to his own brother? Yeah. You know, paying paying the uh, the uh, the big the big black security guard to put the battery in his pocket. Like, it's some shady things that he's been doing. Yeah. But he, but even so, you're, you're still, like, rooting for him because of the horrible things that his brother has done to him. And maybe they aren't so horrible. Maybe his brother really was trying to make him man up and, you know, do the right thing. I, I don't know. But, yeah, Hamlin's sitting there. Going on and on, telling basically retelling the story, which Jimmy already knows, but mm-hmm. Kim is now hearing this pretty much for the first time that that his insurance, you know, quadrupled because they found out that he's going crazy and he has this condition. Yep. And in his head, he's just like, I guess, almost like, okay, I made somebody else feel like they did it, so. I can move on with my life because that's exactly how it felt. Mm-hmm. He gets up. He's just like, anybody want coffee? Dude. I'm trying to whistle, but he starts whistling and shit. It's completely one, uh, complete 180. And it's really, really odd. And it Kim is. knows it's really odd. And I don't really know what to think of it. So. Uh, it's, it's just, it's, re- it's really weird. It really is. Especially, especially considering going back to the whole obituary thing, mm-hmm. you can actually see that like 
Hamlin for the first time. He's no longer, it's no, because it's everything that you've always seen has always been about the practice. Mm-hmm. It's always about the name, the reputation about HHM. It's always been about that. But he truly, truly loved Chuck. Yeah. And to see him slow, I mean, he bent over backwards for I mean, that really, man, just like Jimmy did. I mean, really, Howard, he's really not that bad of a guy. No. You know? So, I don't know. You could, I guess some people could see him kind of as an asshole, but I don't think so. Like, it doesn't seem like, I mean, he just kind of puts priority a little too high on HHM, but it's also a little understandable. Mm-hmm. So, especially when it comes to Jimmy. Yeah, so yeah he's just this is like i said this has been out of all of the out of all the episodes three 30 episodes we've seen him do some really crazy things i mean even when his quote-unquote best friend died he just up and left the funeral you know and he just left he he's easily able to just drop things and Go on, move on, basically. So maybe this is the first time that Kim is actually seeing this part of him. I don't know, but it was weird because for the first time, like I said, in 30-something episodes, 31, Mm -hmm. it did not seem like the same Jimmy. Wasn't the last thing that uh, Chuck told Jimmy was like he didn't care about him or... I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go back and watch, like, what the last thing he said. But I think it's something on the lines as Jimmy is always gonna be basically kind of a piece of crap, and mm-hmm. he doesn't care about people. And also, Chuck doesn't care about him. Maybe they didn't. Maybe that's not part of it. But maybe Jimmy kind of took that to heart and is like, "All right, everybody thinks I'm this way. Chuck thinks I'm this way. Fuck it. I'm gonna be this way." You know, that mixed with shit. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. It was just such a weird scene. Like, as soon as, like you said, it's, uh, it does seem like, oh, Howard took the blame. People aren't going to think it's me. Yeah. Because that that's probably what he's stewing over is like every single person is going to think it's my fault. Because of what happened in the courtroom. Yep. That that, that, that is what completely made him unwind. And now that he knows that the blame could be put on Howard. Then he's like, sweet. I'm fucking free. Mm-hmm. Cause Jimmy was pretty much done with Chuck and the season uh, finale. Right. Yeah. 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 It was, yeah. He pretty much said, you know, after what you in, pulled in the, the season finale of season three. Yeah. yeah. A- after, after what happened in the courtroom, you know, it, it was, it was, I see the type of person you are. And nobody else sees it, but I see it. So that right there, that was the last thread of that family. There was no, after what happened in the courtroom, there was no going back to the way, as crazy as that is, Chuck, he relied on Jimmy for so long, but he never, he never, never appreciated the, you know, the gumption that he had to to actually go out and yeah, the, the, some uh, America Samoas or whatever, you know, putting himself through law school and, you know, he never respected any of that. Mm -hmm. He always thought it was a joke that he was taking the law. Like it's the only thing that Chuck ever truly believed in was the law. That's it. Because think about it. When his mom died, 
she was like, Jimmy? Yeah. And that ate at him forever. And hey, so, he, didn't t- he didn't tell Jimmy that no, either. he wouldn't tell him because his pride wouldn't allow him to do it. Asshole. Yeah. Chuck's a dick, too. There's Chuck's a fucking... Well, he was. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Let's have a moment of silence. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... I, there, there's just there's so many there's so many things that it's we we always we always look at what's happening in our own families and we're like oh god you know nobody could under understandably this is completely fictional <laughs> but could you imagine the actual family dynamic that's going on here first of all you got one brother that literally thinks the other one is getting a name off his coattails just riding it till the day that he can't ride it any longer. Hey, hold on. Keep that thought. But speaking of names, it's Charles Lindbergh McGill. He's the Lindbergh baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> did we fucking crack the case, bro? <laughs> I think we did. Huh. Yeah. So that's what we find out from the obituary talk. Charles Lindbergh McGill. I'm the Lindbergh baby. <laughs> so, so, so is there is there still hey, is are, there still a reward? Yeah. Can we can we get that reward at this point? <laughs> but uh, where was I going with my train of thought? You were talking about how thinking of your own family. Let's rewind the tape. <laughs> yeah, but but for real, like neither one of them have had a healthy relationship with each other mm-hmm. forever. Chuck has always looked at Jimmy as the snot-nosed little punk, and he said it a million times. It stole money from his mom and dad. Yeah. And no matter what, Jimmy always thought that Chuck never gave him his dues, even though he, you know, he did it. He he did it himself. Mm-hmm. So that's always something that was – there was always that rift there. And a lot of that did come down to that – that moment where his mom was dying where were you getting fucking sandwiches while mom was dying that you can't hold that over someone's head like that no it's it's bullshit it's ridiculous it was him being petty because his mom was reaching out for jimmy in her last moments of of being alive instead of him Yep. that's just ridiculous but like you said they're bullshit (laughs) so Mm -hmm. it's just for some reason we're i i find myself rooting for jimmy i still do I know it's a weird thing, isn't it? Like Jimmy has done so many shitty things, but you're still like kind of rooting for him. Mm-hmm. Well, Walter was the same way. Yeah, he did some really, really shitty, bad things to his family, to his friends. I think I'm getting to a certain point, kind of like I did with Breaking Bad, where it's starting to turn on Walter, and I'm not really, you know, because towards the end, I don't think I was really rooting for Walter anymore. Go back. And I was go back. More, and- Go back and rewatch Breaking Bad because mm-hmm. I've done it within the past year. Go back and rewatch it. Saul's not really as great of a guy as as you think from this show. Like, really, this whole backstory it does build to him being a fucking turd. Yeah, and he, uh, I remember a couple of things in Breaking Bad where he kind of tells them that they need to murder uh, somebody who. Uh, I don't know. Just basically, cons- anyway, no, 
I'm not even going into it. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm trying to, uh, I'm starting to turn on Jimmy, maybe just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that's actually what this last scene was meant to do. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, 31 episodes in, you've been kind of rooting for this guy. But you have to remember that he's he's the fucking asshole lawyer that gets dirt bags and fucking drug dealers out of prison. Yeah. You know, he's he he's all about the dollar sign and he's taking the defense part of the justice system and skewing it his way to make money. That's really all he mm-hmm. did. He that's his niche is that he's profiting off of basically keeping career criminals coming back to him. Jimmy, would you say as a criminal lawyer? That was a terrible bad dad joke. <laughs> it was awful, but I liked it. <laughs> but I liked it. Mm. So we're going to go Jerry Springer. Final thoughts? I don't know if I have any really final thoughts. Just kind of. Okay. Is this is this so is this going to be the turn? I think I have a couple questions that we. Uh, well, let's but do is this going to be. Is this the turn? Where Jimmy becomes Saul, basically. That, in a way. I was actually right? I was going to put my Sarah pants on, Ooh. and I was going to say my prediction was that yes, this is the this is the time that this is where the change happens. I right. think I think that actual visual representation of you seeing in his face that demeanor from just being completely dead, emotionless, right. yep. to instantly. I mean, at a snap of a finger, whenever, like you said, like both of us said, whenever he realized that he's, he's got somebody else who thinks this is all their fault. He can ride that and let that person deal with that. This is where, this is where he changes. So I I don't know. I also wonder if there's going to be a time jump because he has a year of probation. Yeah. I mean, are, we're not going to go this whole year without him getting his lawyer's license back, right? It has to happen at some point. It does. For so sure. It just seems like the best time. Mm-hmm. It's it's that's the one thing that stuck out to me most, besides that joke of Muhammad or <laughs> or Bruce Lee, like that 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 Muhammad killed. would definitely win. <laughs> just Muhammad, the Muhammad. <laughs> Okay, Ali or Lee. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I guess I do have to be Ali Lee. Ali Lee. But uh, Ali Lee. No, I, I just, I do, I do personally think that at some point it had to happen. Why not it be this moment? That's also just my prediction. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, I also, I didn't watch the scenes from this season. You know the the little teaser thing. Uh, I don't. I try not to. So that because when you were saying on Watchers on the Couch that uh, the the Westworld edition that you ended up seeing, uh, I guess it was uh, who was it? Wasn't Maeve? It was um, the one girl that saw herself, and you had wished you hadn't seen that. Oh yeah, yeah, Hale. Hale, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I don't. Um, same with same with other TV shows. I purposely, I somehow managed to not have Breaking Bad spoiled, and I watched it after. So I mean, like, 
I try to not get things spoiled as much as possible. Well, you didn't internet for the longest time, so... That I, I still barely do, but <laughs> you can find me on Instagram. Oh. <laughs> but uh, Where can they find you at? Uh, it's actually just my name, Jimmy underscore Lopez underscore Junior at Instagram. Oh, you have like, do you have any dick pics on there? No dick pics. Uh, it's at this point in my life, it's mostly tattoos because that I'm just, I'm knocking them out right now. So uh, just like tattoos and laundry, laundry, just tons of it, just tons of it. <laughs> Actually, I've never posted my new kitchen on there, but it's nothing special, but whatever that's really lame <laughs> i'm sitting here stroking the, I'm, str- I'm treating it like it like it's hair i'm like oh my god my fucking kitchen is so fucking cool <laughs> you should see it it's fucking boss no uh yeah i don't really facebook or anything i instagram mm-hmm. so maybe that's also why this shit Wait, doesn't get spoiled <laughs> is the is there previews for the next episode well um actually i started watching uh, the show that came on after uh, Lodge, Lodge 49 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked the at least the first 15 minutes of it or whatever. I yeah. thought it was actually really good. Uh, but I purposely turned it off because I knew that they said for an extended look at the next season of Better Call Saul, wait till the first commercial inter- like intermission of Lodge 49. And then they went right into it. And I was like, I like this. I like this. And I was like, oh, wait, they're going to spoil shit. So I just turned it off. Yeah, see, I don't think I'm going to watch um, the uh, previews for the next episode. Because it's just going to show stuff that I'm already going to watch. Like, I'm already excited to see the show. Mm-hmm. I don't really need it. I don't think it'll benefit the podcast too much to talk about it. No. I. It's not like It's not like that bullshit thing that they did on fucking Westworld where I turned it off and didn't know that there was a whole fucking tag at the end of the fucking episode. Right. And the only reason that I found that out was because I heard Sarah say it on it. And I'm like, whoa, pause. What are mm-hmm. we talking about? And then I fast forwarded it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, there is a whole other thing that I almost missed. Yeah. Because typically at the end of the episode on, on the HBO mm-hmm. app, it's like some behind the scenes shit that yep. I was just like, I don't. I, I tried not to look at those until maybe I've already seen it all. And then if I want to dig into it a little bit more, which... Even after watching that one, I was like, I still don't fucking understand this. I definitely, I definitely go in Tim's camp on that one where it's like, I guess I turn my brain off and just enjoy it. And if things go over my head, I say, ah, fuck it, whatever. I'll figure yeah. it out later. I don't know. But this show, nothing like that at all. Right. It's, it's all right there. Obviously, we don't know what's going on in the mind of, of Jimmy, mm-hmm. but there's really, there's, everything's pretty much. <laughs> Well, it's all not cards. caught up into like, you know, all these confusing timelines like fucking Westworld. No, but so. <laughs> this this episode this episode did it, it did have a really weird structure where it started with Jimmy and Kim mm-hmm. and then it went to Mike and then it went to basically Gus. I always call it I always said it was the Gus part of the episode. Um cuz the minor characters to me they don't, it's it's all about Gus and then back to Jimmy Kim and and that uh, I did, I did think as crazy. It was longer than a normal hour-long episode. It's just a little bit longer, I guess, an hour and ten, hour and fifteen minutes with the commercials and stuff. Mm-hmm. It it almost felt like it was a thirty-minute-long episode. It just, I thought that even with those breaks in the characters, mm-hmm. it just flowed nice. This episode seemed like it went by fast. Yes. Absolutely. But it's probably also because I had to watch it 
um, in the middle of the episode to start with. Oh yeah, that's right. You said <laughs> Mike. Mike has this fancy thing called TiVo, or if it's even still called that anymore. <laughs> but he was like, you know what I can do? I can just I can just wait and then fast forward and not have to watch commercials. I, on the other hand have sling and I'm not paying the extra $5 a month for DVR function. Mm-hmm. So like there's no fast forwarding pause television. I'm oh, gonna, no. I just have to watch it. I'm saying I literally started in the middle of the episode. Oh really? Yeah. Because like I told you, I was going to, I was going to DVR it and then I was going to wait like 20 minutes and start watching it. So I could just fast forward through the commercials. Well, and as soon as I came home after work, I checked and looked, I'm like, I make sure, you know, I record this. It's like, oh, cool. It's already recording from, you know, last year. It's still my DVR to record at any time again. Okay. So what happened was (laughs) apparently the DVR was full. (laughs) Okay. And it didn't record. So 20 minutes after eight. Oh, shit. Really? I go to watch it and there's no recording. (gasps) I'm like. Oh, fuck. I wanted to break another computer, but luckily <laughs> I'm not watching it on my computer like I was Game of Thrones one time when it wasn't working and oh. I smashed it through a computer across the room. Maybe you need to get them anger issues <laughs> resolved, <laughs> buddy. But I did good. I didn't break anything. I didn't even throw a remote. And man, but it's fucking sucked. And I was like, well, maybe there's a place to buy it online. Because mm-hmm. actually, I would do that if it would come out right away. I would just buy the whole fucking season so I don't have to deal with even fast forwarding to the commercials. Dude, the AMC's commercials fucking suck ass. Well, most of the time they're blowing and they're themselves. They're so long. Yeah, they're blowing themselves half the time in their commercials. So, it, but um, you know what, though? It, 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 that's a minor gripe. I mean, think about it. We're so used to the binge watching yeah. culture that. Mm-hmm. You know, even even with even with other shows, like and I, I still, I'll admit it, I haven't watched Castle Rock yet, mm-hmm. mostly because I kind of want to finish up Glow because I'm way behind on that, and I wanted to finish that up before I got into Castle Rock. Um, I don't know if there are commercials on that or not because it's a Hulu show. I don't know if it's depends it's on, not on it's, it's not on my account. Well, no, I know, but what I'm saying is, I guess it depends on what you signed up for, whether or not you have commercials or not. Right. There, okay. Yeah. There's a, yeah, there are commercials on Hulu, which right. is fucking weird. Like I think you use seven ninety nine a month. It has some commercials. Uh, you can pay a little more and then they don't have any commercials. But so this is, it's well worth it. And it's like 12 bucks a month. So like, AMC Netflix is the same way. It's just about that price. So AMC doesn't have, they don't have an online thing where they just dump all their stuff. Well, I went to their app. And Better Call Saul wasn't ready yet. Like, you couldn't view it yet. Oh, really? And they do have a pay thing now. It's like four ninety nine, but I didn't get too far into it to look. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I was like, fuck would it. You have, would you have paid four ninety nine to watch this episode? Yes. That's... I was I was going to, but I don't think that's what the four ninety nine thing was for. Um, yeah. So, I'll look into it a little more, but I don't think they release... I don't think they released the episode at the same time mm-hmm. on the app as they do, you know, hmm. through uh, cable. So, because it wasn't available, a lot of so a lot of apps like AMC are just right uh, basic cable. Yeah, if you if you're a subscriber, you can watch pretty much anything. You know, like say I want to, I, I have USA and I download the USA app. Well, any USA shows, 
which I have no idea what a USA show is. Probably like Psych and Monk and Burn Notice. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's so crazy how little I watch cable now and don't yeah. know any of the shows. Yeah. But uh, if you do download those apps, like or Sci-Fi or whatever, all it does is uh, <clears throat> kind of goes through your Wi-Fi, recognizes that you know all your what you say you're with AT&T Uverse or Charter mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And it's like oh you have this channel. Okay, cool. You can watch all this stuff. And they'll still have commercials, but you can watch it on demand anytime. So, but it was not available on AMC. So fuck you, American movie crap. Change your fucking name. Why? American movie classics. Might as well be called Turner Classic Movies. TLC, the learning channel. <laughs> I know. That was the worst one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I I think we need to wrap this up. This is going on a little long. No, no questions at all that you had. That... No, it was it was stuff I already kind of figured out. Cool. So. Well, I guess that's uh that's a wrap on episode one of Better Call Saul. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, expect more to come, and hopefully, uh, better podcasting at least for me uh, to be at least more knowledgeable. I'm trying to try to catch up and remember more of the. Uh, three previous seasons yeah we might have to have a corrections department at the beginning of next episode but yeah and please message us if we fuck something up or you have any more information you can go to the watchers on the couch uh facebook yes group that'd probably be the best way probably to go. uh you can also go to onyxedgestudios.com for this podcast and a whole bunch of other podcasts like i said uh there's uh Chris Nays and Debbie are doing uh, Watchers on the Couch as well. So Watchers on the Couch will have two separate seasons going on at once. At the same time. Yeah. Which might piss some people off. Because <laughs> eh. I don't know how I'll separate that, but I guess it doesn't really necessarily need to be. Anyway. Uh, we'll, we'll let or we'll let Overlord Tim figure that one yeah, out. Right. I mean, if he even wants to pick this up, but. Right. <laughs> we could just be talking to ourselves right now, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, that would be so weird. But I know I know for a fact Chris is looking forward to it. Okay. Um, he was like, Have you talked to Tim about it? And I was like I was like, I think Mike has, but we'll see. Haven't, I, nope, haven't yet. I think I think Yeah. Now we're talking to ourselves. Yeah, we're definitely gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> but uh so I guess uh find you online at uh, I guess you could find me at <laughs> the Mike Daffron on Twitter, which I never get on. It's basically it'd be probably through the Watchers on the Couch Facebook page, and that's about it. Or OnyxEdgeStudios.com, you can probably get a hold of us. So yeah, just Tim can relay the message. Our Overlord. Yeah, you like I said, you can you can message me, which that is a function on Instagram if you want. Uh, Jimmy underscore Lopez underscore junior. Uh, check me out on bacon and nays. Chris and I just recorded a episode two days ago, uh, which will be our pre slayer trip basically that we're going to go do for their farewell tour. And we do plan on doing some small Patreon stuff for our everybody that cause yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, check us out on check me out on that. Uh, obviously, that's a wrap on episode one. That's it. See you next week. See ya.
Bye. <laughs>